0: Welcome to LinkedIn Smart, a podcast revealing secrets to success on LinkedIn. Each week, we interview one remarkable person willing to share their best strategies. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the interview. Here is our host, Vit Kutusek.
1: Nana, thank you very much for joining us um, uh, on, our, on our podcast and our video interviews, which we call LinkedIn Smart. And um, I know that uh, you are the queen of LinkedIn on, in Denmark, right? Is that so?
0: Content queen of uh, LinkedIn, yes. My nicely colleagues you can call that, actually called me that. So whenever, uh, or competitors, whenever competitors give you such a nice compliment, you have to take it in. So uh, that's how I got the, the content, the uh, queen of LinkedIn in Denmark. Perfect. I'm very honored for that title.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I always ask people on this show, uh, what was their first time on LinkedIn? When did they start? Um, and what was the journey on LinkedIn? So can you tell us about that?
0: Yeah. So I started actually as a, a lot of people I think can relate to. I started as a job seeker because I didn't have a job and somebody told me, then you have to go on LinkedIn. And obviously I did. And to be honest, I did not do well. I did all the mistakes. Like really, I did everything you could do wrong. So whenever I connected with somebody, it was only focusing on, Do you have a job for me? Do you have a job for me? Whenever I created content, it was maybe just a link to a blog, no caption or anything. And sometimes it's just like, hey, I'm looking for a job. Anybody got anything? It was all about me. It was all about my issue. It was all about my job seeking. (laughs) I did every mistake, but that's what I learned from. So by doing all those mistakes, I learned and I got better. And as I got better, I shared my experience with others. And that just continued as a hobby and something that I was inspired to do. And suddenly there were people asking me to teach them. So that's actually where I started as a job seeker, doing all the mistakes. And by now I have my own company teaching others how to create content on LinkedIn.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Um, <laughs> lovely to hear that, uh, that, that story. Um, when did it occur to you that LinkedIn is actually a good platform for you and for your business? Was it some some one particular moment or was it just a, like a, in a span of time it just uh, evolved?
0: Uh, I think I realized it maybe more by accident um, because when I... Like when I had, I was job seeking and then I got a job, which was great. Uh, and then of course I could stop doing LinkedIn by then because I have achieved my goal to say like that. Um, but then I continued to share what I know on LinkedIn, what, what, what uh, I at that part know. Um, and then I actually got fired. Uh, and then people came to me to ask me, can you please teach me this? So it was more a fumbling accident that I discovered people actually want this advice. People are actually willing to pay money for this advice. And then suddenly, I created a company learning, uh, like I was, as I was doing, just to you know get it started. So people saw the potential before I did. So I had the customers before I actually had the company, because people saw the potential. So I'll say I, I didn't figure it out myself. It was people actually telling me, um, meaning I did a good job beforehand creating content, creating value for other people, but by then I didn't know actually that was what I was doing. So.
1: So apparently you were successful uh, prior to starting starting this, uh, this whole journey uh, because you were doing it by yourself. You were, you, were, you know, trying it out, you know, with the, with the trial and errors and all the mistakes which we can make. Um, all of us did, did that probably. Um, so can you, tell, can you tell us a little bit about what do you think is in essence how to be successful on LinkedIn?
0: Yeah, actually, I normally start when I when I teach people this. I always start with the mindset first, because obviously there's so many tools on LinkedIn. Like there's different kind of strategy. My my strategy is one one way. I create a lot about the content, but obviously there's other ways to do it. But for me, it doesn't start with the tactics or the strategy. It starts in the mindset, which is where I was wrong in the beginning. So I started focusing on me and my issue, meaning I communicated only what I wanted when I was lacking of and that other people should help me right now. That is how I started. I think that is how many people start because we have focused on, I need either a job as I started or I need more sales. I need more followers. I need something. But instead of that, I normally talk into the mindset of start giving before you ask. So in Danish, I call it give first, meaning give first, ask later. So instead of saying, can you give me sales? Can you give me customers? Do you want to buy something? Turn it around, start thinking, what can you offer of value to other people? That doesn't mean that you have to use hours of freeload to do whatever you do for free. That's not the point but it's the point of helping. It's the point of sharing just a little bit of what you already have to get out to others. And by that, you actually draw in people, as I did, with the value that you have. People create trust, they create likability to who, who you are because they know you can actually do this. That You don't have to say that you are the best because people trust that you are because you have shown it again and again by creating value for the people. So to answer your question, how do you become successful on LinkedIn? I'll say start with the mindset. Start just thinking, how can I create value to other people and thereby create trust to me? And in time, I can sell, get job or whatever it is that I, I actually want to achieve. Mm. That's my question for it.
1: Yeah, very, very relevant and uh, very understandable. Thank you. Thank you for that. I hear many times people asking us um, things like, well, I don't really know what to post on LinkedIn. I don't really know if, if those posts will be will be interesting or engaging. What would you tell them? The first step is to try. Like the one thing I did not
0: do wrong when I was doing everything wrong was that I keep on trying. Obviously, there's different techniques on how to create content and and different stuff, but the first thing is trying. A lot of people have this idea that you have to create, the first post has to go viral, it has to be great, the the video has to be filmed so perfectly and everything, but in reality, it just stops us from actually posting something. And even if we get out there and create this amazing piece of content, it will be our first interaction with many, many people. And trust is not built on one piece of great content. It's built on creating continuously content. But what to put in? I always say, like, just just start simple. Just start easy. And the easier thing is that the question people ask you is what you create for content. So, for example, if a lot of people ask you, how do I get better sales or how do I reach out to more people? Then your content will have that this question, how will I reach out to more people? That will actually be your headline. And underneath that, you simply answer that question. Thereby you know that it's valuable and relevant for you, like for your target audience, because you know this is a question they ask most of the time. And you have an easy way to actually build content because then you just answer that question that you answer a million times each day or maybe not a million times, but you answer it a lot of times each day because this is
1: basic for you, but it's not basic for the people who actually wants to hear from you and what you have to say. Mm. So when when am I allowed to sell on LinkedIn or am I even allowed to sell on LinkedIn? You're saying share the content, you know, give first before you ask. When is the taking part? Because majority of, of, the, of the people usually they say, well, You know, we're going to LinkedIn to to find some business relationships, but if we're just giving and then we're waiting for somebody to ask, nobody's asking us for our services. Is that true or not?
0: There is more than one strategy to it. So my personally, I normally most of the time I use my profile as the selling thing. So meaning that my profile talks, talks into like what is it actually I can offer to my audience. But that's also because my strategy is mostly based on content. But, however, if you are not like expert of using content, then another strategy where you actually mix the more standard where you reach out and you also draw in with your content to be more specific. Um, I normally plan in that how much content I have to give and then a little bit of how much I sell. It has to be a lot more that I give than what I actually sell. Um, and to actually write, uh, like write a calendar on when on, like which time of the year you actually start selling so you don't get caught up in one thing or the other, but you still have a strategy. The idea is to create more trust, like you're giving, 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 that you seem like a needy salesperson. There's nothing wrong with when you have giving a lot of value. It can be very valuable to people that follow you to get an offer on something that you're selling. But obviously, you still have to create the balance so that you have given a lot more than you have tried to sell. Then there's also the next thing that people, whenever they are commenting, whenever they are engaging with your content, then reach out to them. So if people say, like, this is a really helpful advice that you're giving them. Reach out to them, say, hey, is there anything more that I can offer you? Is there anything more that I can help you with? And maybe they'll say, no, it's good. Thank you very much. Or they'll turn like, I have more questions. I need more like this. And that is when you actually can start selling something. Say, hey, I actually offer this for my clients. Is this something you might be interested in? That is the way of starting like giving the first and then asking later. It's different how your balance is and how much you will reach out or how much you will invest in content uh, instead. It's your own balance, obviously, but always make sure that if you're giving more than you're asking, you are automatically creating a lot more uh, trust and value for the audience. And that's also what, in time, will positionate you as more of an expert and more as a person you need to follow instead of a sales guy just with own interest. I know that is why we are for many people on LinkedIn that as is for selling. And I know that, but the goal has not to define our tools, our method. And that is very important when you work on LinkedIn. If you create that balance, always having to more to give than you are asking for. That's for me is a great way to, to make sure. So, Like, I don't get all of my clients just by sitting. Some of them, I actively, you know, go into the comments or when people connecting with me, I start to engage with them. And that is something I will actually encourage other people to because the people who are commenting on you, people are connecting with you, people who are already interested in you is the best people to start taking contact with because you already have the trust factor. You already have that expert uh, position to them because you have given them something, so they have a reason to see you in that light of an
1: expert. Actually, it's very interesting what uh, what you just said, and uh, I, I would like to ask you um, an, another question with this. You know, uh, because you're talking about LinkedIn and, and driving some business from LinkedIn, a uh, business relationship from LinkedIn, and that you actually actively seeking time to time, actively seeking for, um, for the new clients and prospects, what do you do, and how do you do that? And can you tell us how many leads are you getting for your business from LinkedIn? If it's not, uh, if it's not secret,
0: it's it's not a secret. But actually, most of my business is creating from LinkedIn, since that's where I build everything. Uh, so I think like maybe ninety percent of what I have is from LinkedIn. But that also it's a little bit meta because I work with LinkedIn content, so I think that's not maybe. <laughs> something to go for for everybody else but I do have like people who work with who works with the stress coaching or something else Uh, they actually or leadership um, leading management they have a lot of their traffic from LinkedIn but not all of them is like 100% at all but it's just like if you know how to use the tool it's it's really really great for it. Um, so, but how to more in a practical way, I think that is what you're trying to ask for. Okay. So whenever I have just to now now try to be as concrete as possible, Um, when I have created, for instance, a piece of content, maybe I have wrote about how do I create a great headline? Let's say that. Then people will start engaging, started commenting. And then what I'm looking for is that I know that my typical, audience, not audience, but my typical client, my typical customer, they will be um, they will be a CEO or something from a very, very small company or just self-employed, uh, if that's the right word for it. And then I'm looking for if they are commenting, that's great, if that's an advice I will use or something. Those are the best kind of leads that I can get. So if I'm at a stage where I... Have a room for more clients <laughs> right now that's my issue i don't have room for more, but let's say that and um, then i'll reach out to the person and say, "Hey, thank you for your comments on my post. Is there anything else that I can help you with or I twist it a little bit more and makes it easier for them to answer because if I say, "Is there anything else you ca- I can help you with it's easy saying no thank you i'll uh, I'll be good if I ask something different like um how the, have you gotten any great headlines from that post as an idea or uh, what is this actually made for you? Like, So I actually show interest in the person and how they use the advice or how they started uh, working with it. That means I am directing the conversation in something that I want, but also I give them a chance to talk. If they actually have an issue or not, because maybe they don't have an issue, and then there's no need for me to start selling to them. That's also a part of it. You shouldn't sell if people don't have an issue. Then just create a great relation. But if they say, like, I'm still stuck with the headline, I'm still stuck with like what to write and what to say... That is when I try to engage, okay, have you tried this or where well, the to struggle? And normally what I do is that I offer, like we can take a talk on the phone for free just to make sure, would it make sense for you to work with one one like me? For me, it's very important to have that trust, to have that so you don't feel like you're scammed, but I'm still like very open. This is a conversation on how can I help you? This is what uh, it will cost. But can I offer you one of these free calls? And then most people say yes. And sometimes it's like, yeah, it makes sense. We work together. And sometimes it does not make sense because maybe the issue and the ambition might not be there as it makes sense to work with one one like me. But that is basically how I go from a piece of content to identifying my, my client or my target audience to start a private dialogue to may, uh, to offer a free call to see if it makes sense. And by then, I see if it actually is like relevant for them for me to offer a sale. So that may be a long way to go. And obviously, this only makes sense when you work B2B because B2C, this is way too long to work for just a customer, depending on what you're selling. But mostly B2B, this makes sense because the longer... Uh, sales funnel is obviously like uh, it. Uh, it makes sense when we are selling the way we are doing because we have people for a longer time, or we are selling more expensive product. And if it would be B two C, so that is my typical way of actually getting clients. If they don't just by themselves reach out and say, "Hey, I have these issues, how should I deal with them?" And sometimes I actually don't start selling by then. I just help them. Because maybe I can see that I need a little bit more before it makes sense for us to work together. And obviously, this is different from business to business, what to do here and what makes sense. But I follow up my gut feelings that we work for, it. yeah, um, on guiding on how to do this. That is very, very important to me. But that's maybe more a personal preference. <laughs>
1: No it was it was uh, it was really very comprehensive and uh, I can see the the lead generation process which you have there and how you're taking the people you know who um expressing the interest in your in your post in your content and taking them through the journey and becoming becoming your clients very you know seamlessly without without any hard sell without anything like that and that's that's fantastic um actually I would um, I would ask you another question how do, how often do you post
0: um between two to five times a week ish Uh, and and of course there's always the question like what is too much and what is too little and everything um for me i always say like start making a realistic plan for yourself because for me if i say like i need to post a lot right now because maybe i going for more leads or something then i set the bar to five or even higher posts um For a a person who has never done it, or maybe just posted uh, something three months ago and a year ago, then I just say like start making a plan. If you have a high ambition, write it down. Make uh, Make it very solid for yourself. Like what is it that you actually want to do? The problem is we always start with, I want to create a lot of content. Okay, when and how much? So if you want to create content, Make a plan for yourself that like next week, Monday, I start uh, posting content at by nine, maybe, maybe this is just to be specific. Monday, uh, nine o'clock, I will post a piece of content. Uh, and I will also post something on Wednesday at nine o'clock. I will post something there. Then you have a specific deadline for yourself that you have to maintain. Also this create this continuity. So some people, they can, cre- uh, they can create uh, content many times each day because they are another place and they have enough uh, ease to create content. A person who use five hours on a piece of content, it would not be realistic to post many times each day or even each day a week. But for you, no matter where you are in this, it's very, very important to start looking at yourself. Like, What is realistic for you and where is your ambition? So if your ambition is that you want to have LinkedIn as the huge form for um, creating business for yourself, obviously, you have to have a high ambition. Maybe posting something each day would be what you need to do. But if you haven't done anything yet, just start small saying next week. I'll post something each, uh, like each week, each Monday, and it has to be specific because else there comes a new mail, there comes a new phone call, there comes a new thing. Everything else just happens because that's life. But deadlines and plan is how to get over that. So there is no specific. You can only post this much, but I'll always say you can only post as little as one each week. Um, that doesn't mean you have to slack on quality. But if you like, put a gun to my head and says, like, what is most important, quantity or quality? I would say, like, you have to have quantity. Because if you don't have that, people can't l- get to know you. They can't come over the first step in building sales or business relation, which is just knowing that you exist. So if you push me, I'll say, like, you have to prioritize quantity even though it might not be good, you're still trying, you're still doing something. And by time, you can also be better at quality. Okay. So that's how I'll guide it. Um,
1: understandable. And uh, it's, um, it's actually a good segue to, to my next question, which I want to ask. You as a, as a queen of content in Denmark, um, what do you see from your perspective? What content works? What, uh, what content works on LinkedIn? Um, is it videos, um, short short, um, short content, long content, content, with the pictures, without the pictures? Uh, what do you see that actually, ju- just as a rule of thumb, what, what works for you?
0: Um, so, for start, I normally own, I can mostly talk out from a Danish perspective. So this might not apply to every country, but I can share what I know from there. So there is not one specific format of a piece of a content that works better. It's more that the content itself, like what it says. So I've seen video goes goes viral, pictures go viral, only text goes viral. Articles very difficult, but it. Do happen once in a while, but I'll take that maybe out of the picture for now. I'm more focused on the general post where you put in different kind of either video documents or something like that. So what I see, at least in Denmark or Europe, what is generating the most traffic or viral, if that's what we're looking at, is actually stories. Even though LinkedIn is a business format and we'll think that knowledge would be the viral stuff, that'll be the most successful stuff or however we define successful. But now I'm just thinking in like how it goes like most public, how it gets most views or likes or comments and stuff. I see that the stories is actually what gets the most people. And that actually brings us to the point of, well, people still like people, even if it's in the business. So the stories where they have the hero's journey, for instance, so there is a struggle, there is a development, there is a success. That is some of the best one. And even more if they are related to entrepreneur stories or leadership stories, I can see that those are actually doing brilliantly. So if you, can, if you have a hero's journey, meaning a struggle to success, if you have that It is great, great content to actually get out. So if you have like how I started my business, I was struggling, I didn't have success, I was doing this kind of uh, issues, and you're finishing it with like today I have this and it's great. Then you actually both tell like what you do in your business, but you also use the storytelling and engaging people like that. The biggest mistake I also see when people use that tactic is that, we only have so, like, so little space in the beginning of our post. If it looks like uh, a complaint post, if it looks like um, my life sucks, <laughs> if it looks like that, it does not have that effect. So you have to thinking how do you draw attention with those first two lines so that people know this is a story. Just like a great movie, it has a happy ending. So keep reading because this is a hero's journey. Those are the best kind of content. I kind of wish that we could say, like, if you just do the smartest or the most knowledge, then it will uh, get you the most. But if you're focusing on, like, you want a lot of visibility right now, use storytelling. That's just a great measurement. But to more of a strategy point, I'll say use a bit of both. I have learned by now that when I create stories, when I create something that seems a little bit more Facebook-ish in some eyes, um, where I have more of a feeling approach, but still focus on something that can be business-related, when I have that, I get a lot more views. But I know that if I mix it up, so in the next post, I focus on something more knowledge or technical, that is where people reach out and I get my best leads. So i balancing that, that now I go for a lot of visibility. Now I go high. And then next time I go for something more knowledge in my field, I know that is where I convert them. But I know that I need to get cut them in first, so to speak. I need to get their attention. I need them to know who I am, which I do with the first post, the story. And then the others where I share something about the algorithm, something about the headlines, something about how to find content. That is where I get my best leads that I might not perform as well, but I need that balance of content to actually get the success that I want, but also I get to inspire a lot of people in that process. For me personally, that's important, but that's up to the individual if that's important or not. But It's just a great sure. strategy.
1: Sure. Um, Nana, um in your in your perspective and your experience you've seen a lot of lot of people on linkedin you're teaching a lot of people about linkedin what do you think are the common mistakes people are making on linkedin
0: most common mistake well i normally mostly would deal with content so i say like the first thing is that people don't post enough um because they have this idea that it has to be perfect i think that is the first mistake it does not have to be perfect. At least, uh, First, you just have to try. First, you just have to be there. Like again, like I did everything wrong as a job seeker, but at least I tried. So that's the first most common mistake. People think you have to be perfect. You have to be the best before you can do anything. And that's not, not how well humans work. Then there's the next one, which is uh, you're fo- focusing too much on the goal, which actually makes you lose the goal. It's this mindset, again, that you have to give, give value, create value before you can actually go out and get your goal. So your goal might be getting more customers. Your goal might be getting more brand awareness or just getting a job wherever you are. That is your personal goal. But it's very important to remember everybody else has their own goal. Everybody else has their own problems. The more you focus on your own the more you can relate to where they are. If you step aside what you have to focus on your target audience, whoever they may be, and see what problems do they have, what value are they wishing for, what are they searching for on LinkedIn, and be the provider of that, you will succeed much better. So actually step aside your own goal it's a common mistake that you only focus on the goal, I need more sales, I need my product out, so I post about my product, owning my product. You step that aside and focus on your target audience problems and what they will think as value. I think that is also a very, very common mistake that the goal overshadows what we actually should do on LinkedIn. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's my biggest one.
1: Okay. Obviously you, you you've experienced uh, you've experienced a lot on the LinkedIn but I'm pretty sure that you still have someone uh, you're following and uh, learning from in terms of LinkedIn. Who do you follow? Who is your uh, I would say LinkedIn guru?
0: I I have two. <laughs> I have two. So on the content perspective, it's Jay Robotham I really, really like her approach to it. I know that's mostly videos, but it's just like how to create content, how to to create something that is so different from what we usually see. Like she breaks the boundaries on what we think is professional and and what we can do as business related. She breaks all of that in a very, very interesting way, and she has success with it. That is very important to me, like choose somebody to get inspired from that has success in something that you wish to do. That is very important to me. Else it's just a hobby. She is my inspiration from content perspective. Really, really great. And then there is the more technical aspects of LinkedIn, like what to be aware of. Is there something changed in algorithm? Is there maybe a new thing that just is booming that I should be aware of? And that is Mark Williams. Um, He has a great, great podcast that I go to just to get updated on something that I might not be aware of. Um, I use a lot of LinkedIn Live, for instance, and uh, even though he's not pro for it, but <laughs> at least he's been on my show yeah, on the LinkedIn Live. Um, but I still get off a lot of technical understanding on something that moves around by following him. So my two, I don't have one because they are both very important to me. My two biggest imp- inspiration for my own Im- uh, development on LinkedIn, that is Shea Robert and Mark Williams, for sure.
1: Um, excellent. And uh, actually, uh, maybe the, the last question which I would like to ask you is um, just imagine that there is somebody and uh, there are many people who are just starting on LinkedIn and they don't really know what to do and how, what would be your tip? You know, how to start on LinkedIn? What what, what they should start with?
0: Yeah, well, start building a great profile. <laughs> it's a very, very important. Create a profile Again, focus on your audience, like uh, yeah, like your target audience, who do you want to get in contact with, and create your profile out of that, like how to reach to them. And then the next uh, thing, build a, a network. Um, you can't, or you can of course, but it's very, very difficult if you start with like a 50 uh, size network, and then you start creating content. That's very, very difficult to make a success out because, first of all, you need a network. You need somebody to know who you are. So connect with all those you already know. Get all of them in your circle because they are always the ones that will be most difficult to like what you do or at least try to help you because they already know you. And from there on, start going to the start page or search for content by specific words. Go to the search bar type in maybe leadership, choose content, and start creating your, um, what is that? Now I only have the Danish word for it, but the beginning side, that's not the word, for, newsfeed. Um, so you actually start customizing that. And then connect with those people that might be relevant. If you see a great post, go to the person's profile, very important, and press connect and add a note. Don't just send it without, please don't. And then you write like, hey, I saw your post. It was really great. It was very inspiring. Hope you're willing to connect. Let me know if there's anything I can help you with. The end. Keep on doing that until you have a reasonable size of network, maybe like the 500 plus. And then think into the content because you need people to get in contact with people. So that's the first step. Build your profile, create a network, and start engaging and creating content. That is how I'll say, like, if you do it that, in that order, you are already, like, so far ahead on so many people just by doing that.
1: Hey, it's really awesome and uh, what, what you're saying, because uh, I really feel that this is really very, very, very important, you know, having a excellent profile, building your audience, building your target audience, and then, you know, starting with the content. Uh, so my very last question actually relates to that, uh, which would be, what do you think about all these uh, line activities which are you know, s- uh, swiping through the LinkedIn? Um, you know what I'm talking about, LinkedIn open networker and let's, let's network, let's get in t- uh, together and people having these 10,000 LinkedIn connections and 15,000 LinkedIn connections. What, what, is, what is your take on that?
0: Well, if, if that's important for you, if that floats your boat, like, be free to do it. But it's again, like, what is your goal with it? Um, So if your goal is to have a huge number, then fine. I don't see the point, but but, but fine, you do you. But I also talk with a lot of people who say like, I have 10,000 followers and whenever I post something, I only get three likes. Why? Well, it's because those people that you have as followers or connections, you have no relation to them. They don't know you and you don't know them. Again, like if you build a network, you have to, Add a node. You have to start communicating with people. Even though, if they never apply, if you like start connecting with people, they just accept and they don't apply. It's okay. You still have done something. You're trying to create that relation, and it's that create like relation to people that will also help your content. So, if you want ten thousand followers, just to say, so so you can say you have that. Be my guest. You can do that. But if you want a strategic goal, if you actually want to achieve something with LinkedIn, be more considerate on how you use your time. Like numbers are just numbers there's people behind that and if you don't have that connection with people, it's just a number and those numbers you will don't see affect your content. and also if your content is not great, only talks about you and your product and your problems, you are in a real trouble of creating anything kind of visibility or network. We have to remember like LinkedIn is a network. A network means people. So if you don't have that to people, it's just numbers. And then I will maybe recommend another platform. I don't know which one, but not LinkedIn. So (laughs) that's maybe my nicest way to uh, address that.
1: Um, Nana, thank you very much. It was really awesome to talk to you. Uh, a lot of, lot of very, very good points. Uh, at the very last, mo- very last thing, where they, can people find you? Can you, can you tell, uh, can tell us where we can go and uh, we can find a little bit more about you? Obviously, I think LinkedIn, right?
0: So, yeah, LinkedIn, obviously, just find me on uh on LinkedIn, and please add a note if you if you have heard all of what I've said, if you want to connect, please add a note and say like "Where do we know each other from?" Obviously, I normally create all of my content in Danish, but however, uh, there is translating function, which works uh, by now really great, and I still connect with a lot of people who are international even though because maybe you can inspire me and maybe I can give that extra engage to your piece of content so we can actually help each other out. Um, so you're always welcome to connect or just at least follow. I'll take it as a, as a, as a recommendation of trust more than anything. So
1: No, no again thank you very much for talking talking to me it was awesome Uh, uh, thank you very much for all your wisdom all all your information all the the experiences which you share with us Um, and uh, I'm I'm really uh, I wish you good luck Um, stay safe and uh, yeah uh, hope to see you sometime thank you
0: for your time thank you very much